our time capsule conversations about Doctor Who and all the space and time. My name is Brandon. And I'm Zara. And let's jump right into the review. We just watched Series 8, Episode 2, Into the Dalek. And Zara, what were your first impressions? Yeah, I think this was not my favorite This was not neither episode. of our favorite episodes, I feel. But we have lots to talk about. Yes. Because sometimes that's more interesting. And to sum it up, this episode was a Doctor Who version of Fantastic Voyage, the <laughs> 1966 Wakel Welch movie. Which uh, I never saw. Which I never saw, but a lot about, about the <laughs> scientists that shrink themselves down to uh, treat a patient, uh, and they fight antibodies, and they. But isn't it also Body Worlds? Also, just like Body Worlds <laughs> at Disney at Disney World, uh, but the Doctor goes inside a Dalek to try to figure out why it, it's good. But also, this just seemed like a disaster waiting to happen. Why are you helping the Dalek? This is my number one problem. Yes. <laughs> With this episode, is like by this point, we know that helping the Daleks never works out, especially if there's like a lone Dalek who seems kind of sad and pathetic and it might have feelings. And all it's going to do is betray you. Because this really echoes, if not like almost too much, the Christopher Eccleston Dalek episode where they open the door. And there's a Dalek there, and then the Doctor has to help the Dalek out. Yeah. And then the Dalek goes on a rampage. And then but, Rose is all like, oh, it has feelings, and then it doesn't, it's a trick. And similarly... <laughs> yeah, it's almost too close to that episode, yeah. which is weird because that was, I think, episode four or five of Christopher Eccleston's uh, first season. Yeah, it was And this on. is episode two, when I feel like there's a lot of baggage that comes with the Daleks, and if you are starting out introducing a Doctor, the Daleks aren't the best character to bring forward because, yes, everyone recognizes the Daleks, but they also bring too much story with them because they've come up so many times now. And it seems to be the same deal every time. Same deal every time. I'm really getting burned out on the, the, the Dalek. But they're just getting... They are, they're, they're too one note, and I love the Daleks. I love... Uh, their image as a Doctor yeah, Who image, so a symbol. I love Dalek Mania from the 60s. <laughs> uh, and you were playing me a Christmas song from the 60s. It, was like, it wasn't Do They Know It's Christmas, Dalek. It's something... Oh, I need Christmas to time up. with the Daleks. Christmas time with the Daleks. Or All I Want for Christmas is a Dalek. But there's a whole album out there of 1960s novelty songs. Some of them sung by former doctors that everyone should look <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should find them. Uh, but this episode, I think it tried to be too deep, but never got there because they're trying to mirror this, the the new soldier character with having feelings with yeah. the Dalek having feelings. Oh wait, wait! New handsome soldier character. New handsome soldier character. I like this but guy. he had he had a tear. I know. Meaning he had feelings. So to show why a soldier would have feelings. They do a full hour going inside the head of a soldier. Like the ultimate soldier. The ultimate soldier. Uh, yeah, it was just a bit heavy-handed. Yes. Me. I will say that I, I liked some moments, of course. I liked when Peter Capaldi did his Malcolm-like walk and talk. <laughs> and I hope they have more 
Malcolm like walk and talks. Uh, I liked. I think. Well, I feel like Peter Capaldi is finding his bearings as an actor, but I think that also works with the character trying to figure out who he is. And I think once Capaldi clicks as the Doctor, the the Doctor himself will click with who he is, and then whatever he settles on that character being. Yeah, because right now it's sort of some jokes, and then suddenly it's like a big moralistic speech about life and death and divinity, and you're like, okay, where did this, like, who cares? And then Clara's like, later, going on a date, after almost dying... Yeah. And there's just lots of mixtures of tone that I didn't quite. Lots of it's a get soup of tone. It's a soup of tone. soup, and inside the Dalek soup. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I also didn't like the. I guess it was hard to also feel because I preferred that earlier Dalek with Rose and Christopher Eccleston because it was more about feelings and you cared more about the situation they're in. But this is like an anonymous war, an anonymous That's, spaceship. One thing, that Doctor, one thing that Doctor Who has, and one of my overall criticisms, and I would wish that someone would fix, uh, whether Moffat will do it or the next showrunner will do it, is that when you go back into the past, they do such a good job of this is the time period that they're in. Here's the character from the time period that you would want to see. Like, like here's Charles Dickens. Here's, here's Charles Cleopatra, Dickens. Here's whatever. William Shakespeare. <laughs> here's the person you want to see. But when they go into the future in Doctor Who, there's this strange, crazy future that they just throw you into and then expect you to latch on to it. But it's always a different point in the future. Humans are in different places in this in this future. There's no real canon. I'm sure someone Has sat there out, and mapped it out. They just drop you into a place and they call it the future. Yeah. When they do far future. When they do future that's closer it, it gets a little bit more interesting like yeah. when they do the Mars base with David Tennant they say oh this is in like 2090 or whatever and you can sort of you can feel it you and know? like New Earth and all the new like that kind of this yeah. is Earth in the future but when they just throw you into yeah. space and say it's the future with no context of what where this is what time this is Doctor Who gets messy and at one point, they were going to fix that. Russell T. Davies was in talks with Star Trek Enterprise. This is real. Ooh. They were in talks with the last TV show, last Star Trek TV show to do a crossover episode, which would put uh, oh, Star Trek yes. inside of the canon of Doctor Who, which would then give an actual future with a timeline to Doctor Who, which I feel it never really had. And I guess it's easier just to be like, we're in space, don't worry about it. But then, I just don't care. Like, when those people are dying, you're kind of like, who are they? Who are you Why do I even And I always care? think that those are some of the worst episodes. And I think if you go back and th- look at it, the episodes when it's just mystery future, those are the episodes that no one remembers. Yeah. Zara, this is your time. <laughs> for, Speaking of things Zara like. For Zara, talks about Clara's hair and fashion. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Zara, tell us popular two-episode run of Zara Talks About Clara's hair and fashion. No new information on her hair, but I love that eyeball top. She looked great. She was wearing some high-waisted Is trousers. It, do you think that's a Primark top? Oh, but it looked like a Primark top. <laughs> Sometimes she has been... I actually know. I think it was more... Uh, Peep show. 
Oh, Peep Show is all about Prime Arc tops. They're, they know they, their characters are written. Those are the characters who are going to go to Prime Arc. I don't know if Clara would go to Prime Arc. She would go to Miss Selfridge, maybe. H&M? H&M, yeah. <laughs> go to Next. But you were into Clara's new Yes, I was very into that, and I was actually a little disappointed when the doctor showed up in the cupboard. I was like, no, I want to see the scene where they have their, like, quirky, meet-cute date. Yeah, (laughs) because when Doctor Who does present day, it does feel like just like an English soap opera. Yeah, or like a fun, just drama yeah, dramedy like a, kind of thing like an hour long drama yeah. oh I mean it's not Skinsley it's not, oh, it's not Skinsley <laughs> not Skinsley but yeah it's very but you're into, you're into that storyline and do you think and do you hope that this new guy I think they're gonna a doctor and him are gonna meet because they yeah. established that the doctor doesn't like soldiers I know which was another thing that I was I like that lady lost everything and that, that's like nope you can't ride on the spaceship later <laughs> but he's done that before because he's turned companions away a lot. So if you're not up to his standard of like a blank slate, because I feel no, like t- I also feel like the doctor always takes people that have no importance to history. Yeah. Because then you can't mess it up. Like he's, you know, flirted with queens before, and had, they're they're busy the queens. But he rarely. <laughs> has the queens on as a companion. It's not like he's going to rip someone from history that'll have be missed. <laughs> I just imagined her, because you know how she like kissed her uncle goodbye? And then she'd have to go back and be like, actually, I'm going to stick around here. I hope that's okay. This This was a mythology-heavy episode. Yes, and I had some questions from Brandon said, wait, Wait, I'll tell you later on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's now time for Brandon's Corner. Which is what Zara wants to call when uh, you ask me about classic Doctor Who questions. (laughs) Brandon goes in his corner and explains. Okay, so I'm in my corner now. I moved to my corner. And And this was all started for me being like, uh, asking this is when Peter Capaldi, the doctor, asks, or was talking to Rusty the Dalek. Rusty the Dalek. <laughs> and he says, like, oh, I remember you on Scarrow or something like that. Yes. And I was like, what's Scarrow? Okay, now, this is all classic Who stuff. They've meant they've dropped it into the, the new Who a little bit. But the Daleks were born on the planet Scarrow. There are people on there called the Kaleds. K-A-L. E-D, which is an anagram oh, I see what's of happening. Dalek. Uh, and there was a guy, a scientist on Skaro named Davros, who wanted to create the perfect soldier, the perfect being, because he was such a flawed individual, which is just like Hitler. Uh. Comedians always joke that the, the Daleks sound like Germans, and it makes sense for the time they were invented. No, but they were meant to be, yeah. They were they, meant to they're be Nazis. fully <laughs> Nazis. And they're mutated uh, versions of the Kaleds. And the Kaleds were human being looking creatures, and they, these are little squid creatures mm-hmm. that live inside of the, the tanks. Like uh, Krang. Like Krang. A lot, they look just they like look Krang. They look a lot like Krang. And the. Interesting with the Daleks is that they were, speaking of second episodes, they were introduced in the second episode of Doctor Who of all time. So the character that would make that show into a household name because the Daleks exploded. After that second episode, the Daleks became a cultural phenomenon in, in, in England. 
not even so much Doctor Who. There was toys. There was movies. There were Christmas singles that we were Christmas talking singles. about. But there were like <laughs> movies, Doctor Who and the Daleks. And you, I have that poster up in my in my living room. And Doctor Who is a tiny little word, and the Daleks, and it's just a massive word, the Daleks. The kids loved the Daleks in the '60s because they were so scary. And you can't have a Doctor Who without the Daleks. So I, I feel like maybe they got the Daleks out of their system. And I hope they don't bring them back for a while until someone figures out how to do them interesting again. Yeah. Uh, and, you I know, know. they're it's just hard. not. They're just not. Especially as soon as there's many of them. As soon as there's like more than one. It gets really silly. In a good way. In, in a that, good way sometimes. In a good way, but then other times where it's like, alright. It's it's like, oh, they're almost like spoiled by it when you see. For me personally, when there's like thousands coming out of a ship, it's kind of like, alright. I like the first Clara episode was the last time I saw the Daleks. And that one had all the Daleks in a room and it was all versions of the Daleks. That's what I like. And they were all fighting with each other. Yeah. That's great. When the Daleks are really, really silly, they're they're the best. But when you try to make them scary again, I feel like people that grew up in the 60s think of the Daleks as this ultimate scary image. And nowadays, they're used best when they're funny. Oh, because my... Actually, you reminded me. I want to see if we can make a gif of this or something. But when... (laughs) When the Dalek rolls away at the end, when Rusty the Dalek rolls away, he and does this perfect, like, over the shoulder. Over the shoulder. Yes! I and, toss, like, no. and I was like, this is amazing. He it's throws like Shady Dalek. Shady, shady Dalek rolling away. <laughs> it was like the Luigi thing. But yes. it was just like, roll it away. But and I'm get, still going to look at you. I'm going to look forward. And then stink I'm going to look eye. back. Yeah, it's a, it's just a Dalek, one stink shady eye. stink eye. I loved that. So they can still have fun with it. Well, to keep the Dalek train running, it's time for our games are, which is delectable. And so this is when you tell me if this has hurt a Dalek in Doctor Who lore. Okay. I'm ready. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Are you ready? If you get it right, you will hear... If you get it wrong, you will hear... Ready. Here we go. First one, banana peel. Uh, no. Fantastic. <laughs> Pride. Ooh, yes, that's her to Dalek. Fantastic. <laughs> that's probably their number one. That's enemy. number one. That's their Achilles heel is Pride. <laughs> King Henry VIII's hunting beagles. Think. I want it to be real. Does that make a difference? Um, fake. <laughs> I want it to be real. <laughs> Dinosaurs. Real? Fantastic. <laughs> Does it eat it? <laughs> in the in the comics, the, the dinosaurs have hurt the Daleks before. Oh. Rocks in their way. Rocks, comma, in their way. In their way. Um, true? (laughs) (laughs) That's in an episode, actually. Fresh baby smell. No. (laughs) I thought it might for a moment. Metallic bats. No. No! 
Are the Dalek bats? Dalek bats have hurt the Daleks on Doctor Who in the past. Oh, no. The common cold. True? No! I thought it would be like... No, not as like... As in the Penance. <laughs> not the Penance. <laughs> I was like... Oh. No, not in, 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 in War of the Worlds. In Independence Day, I believe it's Jeff Goldblum and Will It's Smith. more... The cold is a metaphor in Independence Day. But in War of the Worlds... No, they literally like, blow them up in Independence <laughs> Day. I no, don't, but no, it's, he's, he has the virus. Remember, because he sneezes, and then he knows, like, oh, I've, he makes the computer virus, doesn't he? And don't think, oh, no. No, it's no. a computer virus. It's not an actual virus. It's a computer virus. Yeah. Independence Day is not as metaphoric as you think it is. <laughs> but they call it a cold anyway. Okay, finally. Fine. Biscuits. Ironsides <gasps> love biscuits, but I don't know if he... Still, no. No. The Jamie Dodger from the episode with Matt Smith where he tricks them into thinking that's a self-destruct <gasps> button. Right. So biscuits have hurt the, doc, uh, the Daleks right. in the past. But I still think that you won that. Yay! <laughs> you can't see this at home, but I'm waving my hands in the air. <laughs> so finally, last but not least, our rating. Four soldiers tears out of ten. Minus three piles of human goop. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot they swam in the goop from dead people. Yes. <laughs> More dead people things on the show that I'm just passing. So I'm gonna spend my Christmas with a Dalek and hug him underneath the mistletoe. And if he's very nice, I'll feed him sugar spice and hang a Christmas stocking from his big left. And when we both get up on Christmas morning